Hey y'all, we're your hosts Paul and Adrian, bringing you Big Facts No Cap, the only show that's number one with Hulu haters and Bayou alligators. Let's get into this episode. Big Facts No Cap Big Facts No Cap No Cap Big Facts No Cap Big Facts No Cap No Cap Big Facts No Cap No cap. So you're telling me the tragic irony of it all was that the only thing he couldn't try was sex with another woman? I think you're like a week late on that joke. Nah, man, this uh, this societal event has legs. To today, not even to the release date, but on Friday, it's going to be like two weeks <laughs> already done. Nah, nah, if SNL just put out a skit about it. We can release another joke about it next week. Famously, they couldn't do anything about it until Saturday night. <laughs> <laughs> what, 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 do you think we release nightly? What is your perception of this show? Uh, yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's going to be pretty far off by then. I think people will still appreciate it. All right. If you're happy with it, I'm happy with it. Uh, anyways, what's up? What's up, you beautiful bastard? Big news, y'all. We've been bought out by the Philip DeFranco Network. So contractually, we do have to open every episode with that now. Does he have a network? I have no clue. Because honestly, I would take money from any network that wants to sign us, <laughs> even if we made money of you in the past. Uh, do you think Philip DeFranco would buy this show just to cancel us? Probably. He's the big dog. He's the big dog. Maybe we could get Charlemagne the God to do that. Oh, once again, Charlemagne the God is donkey of the day for today's episode. Mm-hmm. He is not our babe of the day. But things are good. Yeah, I was, uh, I was camping this whole weekend, so I'm a little tired, Adrian. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not coming at you full energy. he's a camping boy. I was a camping boy. I'll go ahead and do media roundup since it was all uh, camping media. Mm, wait, you were watching Camp Laszlo? No, 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 no. It's more like an Adrian media roundup where it's... You were listening to Childish Gambino's Camp? Do you want me to leave that one in? Yeah. No, tell us about your s'more making and your fishing down by the lake and... Shout out to Izzy, great Thai chicken kebabs with uh, peanut sauce. Um, Those were delicious. Not authentic. No peanut butter in real Thai cooking. You son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good, good job, Izzy. You're going to tell me Mexicans don't really eat avocados? What next? No, they do. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, so some stereotypes are right. But they don't actually drink Mexican Coke. They just export it, hoping that people think it's better because it's in a glass bottle. <laughs> Wait, what do you mean they export it? It's not like there's a different Coke company there. It's all being planned from Atlanta, like the Coke headquarters. What? It's not like <laughs> there's a Mexican Coca-Cola company. You're telling me there's not, there's one factory for Coca-Cola. No, there's different factories, but it's all being, it's all being planned by the Coca-Cola Corporation. Oh, you dumb fool. You did not know that AMLO nationalized the Coca-Cola production in Mexico. <laughs> He said, famously, he said, la soda es para la popular. <laughs> es para la gente. <laughs> Bebidas es para la gente. <laughs> that means sodas are for the people. Man, you're Spanish? Brazy. My Spanish you're game brazy. brazy. With that Spanish, bro. Your Spanish game? Out of control. Mm-hmm. Out of patrol. How was your week? Media roundup? 
I don't know why. I somehow forgot how to sit. And for some reason, I can't find the position I usually sit in while we do the pod. And I feel uncomfortable. Uh, I didn't write anything down. I didn't prep for anything. Uh, oh, I, I did watch... Um, I watched Paramount Plus's uh, Battle Rap movie on the come up with Phil on Thursday. A little movie night. Um, I mean, it was a fine movie, I guess. Other thing that I... Oh, yeah, it was called On the Come Up, but um, I was making jokes with Phil because Phil, you know, actually does battle rap and stuff. And I was like, this was so easy for her. She did one battle and then now she's like getting so much traction. Like they didn't even show the part where like she goes to some weird like vegan cafe after hours to do a battle event and the guy doesn't show up. So she has to spit her bars to the camera or the part where like, you know, like all the other parts of like actually try to make it in battle rap. They didn't show any of those things. They never show the part where like the the guy who manages the battle rap scene like tells you he's going to pay you 150 for the battle and then he gives you 50 the night of and just punks you on it and you're like, well, nothing I can do about that. Like, well, that's just an episode of Atlanta. That is just an episode of Atlanta. (laughs) That's all that can ever be. (laughs) That's all that can ever be. What are some other classic battle rap stories? In Phil's first battle, the guy, as a show of disrespect, pretended to fall asleep during Phil's round and laid on the floor. (laughs) (laughs) I love the logic there that you're standing up, but you're falling asleep, so you slowly lay down. (laughs) Did he put on like a little nightcap and have a pillow with him? No, I wish that would have been hard. Look, Adrian, we don't do a lot of call outs on this podcast, but I'm calling you out right now. What's up? As a high-ranking biologist friend of mine, I want to know why you didn't warn me. About what? Okay, well, Sovereign Citizen 5.0 on Twitter tweeted, Breaking, a high-up biologist who is a good, honest mate of mine has confirmed that the toxins present in the mRNA poison COVID vaccine are going to be activated on October 10th. Please join me in praying for those who took the clot shot, despite the fact they ignored us. Rut row raggy. So why did his high-up biologist friend warn him, and I, d- I didn't hear a fucking peep from you, Adrian? You don't think I could have benefited from this information, our audience? Are you not a good, honest mate of mine, like this guy described his biologist friend? You know, do you, you know when, like, when uh, Stacy, my uh, roommate's girlfriend in college first year, uh, rushed for a sorority... And even though we made fun of her for, like, being, like, super uh, strict about, like, the, no, I can't tell you what happened at the meeting. It's all secret in a sorority. And we're like, but it's a sorority. Like, come on, right? Like, you can just tell us what happens behind closed doors. And she's like, no, I can't. It's secret. (laughs) Um, That's how I feel about uh, the Illuminati and biology. Like, as silly as it is, Paul, I can't reveal any secrets. It's part of the code. Well, I mean, it's crazy. It's it's 640 on October 10th. So if today's the day the mRNA vaccine is being activated. Would you come in? Great use of that uh of that tag. But you didn't say the full tag, there's another word he says there. Friendo? <laughs> Doesn't no, say that still... there, I can't remember, but I just make it that up in my mind. No, I think it's just butcher coming. <laughs> butcher's coming. No, nah, I feel like he does, but maybe <laughs> I think you're just putting that on him, and I don't wanna <laughs> say what that says about you. Uh I-, I think it still outweighs the 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 risks that you had of getting COVID without a vaccine with your little with your little body. They're going to activate it. I don't know how they activate it, though. Do they have, like, a big button and somehow all the vaccines get activated all over the world? Or Yeah. Oh, damn. You remember that episode of Teen Titans where, uh... <laughs> What's his name? Slade? Slate? I don't remember many episodes of Teen Titans. Really? It was a really good show. 
that's not what I said. <laughs> I did. I wasn't claiming anything about its quality. Well, it really it stuck with me because it was great. Uh, Slate, the bad guy, bribes Robin by having tiny nano uh, mechanical bombs <laughs> and placed into his friends' bodies, and so that's how he uh, blackmails him into working for him. I do actually remember that now that you mentioned it. <laughs> yeah, pretty cool. I don't. I don't think he ever gets rid of them. I think he just gets rid of the detonation device. So they never really explain the fact that they still have little nanobombs <laughs> in their bloodstream for the rest of the series as canon. Okay, last thing I'll bring in for Media Roundup. It might be one of those, it's like a tentative Media Roundup. I never thought I would be pulled in as a sports anime guy, but Crunchyroll's really promoting their new soccer anime, and I watched the first episode. It was kind of fun. I might watch more of it. I'm not really engaged with the protagonist. He kind of just seems like slight underdog is like his whole story, but like... I don't know. Maybe it'll get better. It was fun for the first episode. No cap. And that's a perfect transition for our theme, which is... Cancel culture. So, Adrian, do you want to tell the audience how this theme got chosen? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I don't know what, like, magic switch flipped to where now uh, I'm not as financially struggling as I was for, like, the last few months. I don't know what was going on. Um, but there was a period like two months ago where I was like, all right, one of the things I need to do is I need to just go through, uh, all of the things that I'm paying for recurrently, figure out the ones that I actually use enough to justify the bill and then cancel all the other ones. So I was canceling subscriptions just like the radical left do to all these people. Uh, so I, I kind of used that as the inspiration for this, uh, theme about subscriptions and then canceling subscriptions. I think I was one of the last people to download the app Truebill. Uh, I downloaded it one night used it, and then the next day it was the official name switch to Rocket Money. I was like, why does that app look like a totally different color? And then I was like, oh, they did a name change for some reason. I don't know if they were bought out, but um, yeah. So you might have heard advertisements before for Truebill, which is, the, that's their whole thing, is that they go through your recurring payments and find the ones that you might not know about or remember, depending on what cards you have. And so I went through, canceled my Yumbox subscription, canceled my Netflix subscription, I canceled my... Crunchyroll subscription until Spy Family came back this month, uh, and a whole bunch of other stuff. So that was the premise of this. Subscriptions and sometimes canceling them and which ones are worth keeping. So Paul, anything to say up top? About canceling subscriptions, cancel culture. Or the ones that are worth it. To be honest with you, I don't watch that much TV anymore, so very few of them are worth it. I think the only thing that I'm actually subscribed to is uh, Amazon Prime. Everything else, I'm mooching off a family member. Amazon Prime is worth it because of the, like, one-day delivery for the stuff on the site, though. It's not even for their media content. Yeah, I mean, if you pay extra for the BritBox stuff, that's kind of cool, but Amazon Prime isn't particularly well-known for having a great selection. They have Bored to Death, which is one of my favorite shows, but other than that... I mean, I could do without Netflix. I barely ever use Netflix anymore. If, like, my parents canceled that, I don't think it would really affect me. Mm -hmm. Hulu in the last couple of months has actually been probably the one I've used the most just because... Yeah, by far. Yeah, The Patient, Rami, Atlanta have all been coming out on there, and those have all been really good shows. Disney Plus, don't like, I have a family member's login, so I can log in, but I don't really ever use it, and I wouldn't be, like, sad if I lost it. Yeah, I've never had it before, never really wanted it. I know they have all the Simpsons on there, besides a few that got taken out or whatever, but I have no real interest in that one. Honestly, I think at this point I could do without any of the subscription services. I think I could go full-time to YouTube and movies. Wait, really? 
Yeah, I think I could just rent movies that I want to watch. Well, I mean, obviously, the solution to all of this is I got more into pirating after I canceled a bunch of my subscription stuff. Yeah, um, I think because like I just like TV shows are fun. And sometimes like I get the hankering to watch something and like, but like, honestly, less and less. I'm busier with other things. I guess so. The white whale for me that I've always wanted to get is uh, HBO Max. Although I guess they just did have that like huge purging of all their animated content. Yeah. Um, but that was one where I got the seven day free trial to watch funny games like a year ago and then couldn't justify keeping the subscription. So I uh, just ended it. <laughs> it just ended it, man. Just ended it. man. Well, I guess I let it run out would be the other way to say it. Well, how would Same that rapper with- say it? How would that battle rapper say it with his catchphrase? Couldn't keep it real with itself. HBO Max couldn't keep it real with itself. Um, I need to cancel my High Dive subscription now that the second season of Maiden Abyss is out fully, and I've watched it all. What's Nothing High Dive? Really is that another there. anime one? What's Maiden Abyss? Yeah, High Dive's another anime one, yeah. High Dive. you think they would like consolidate everything into Crunchyroll, but I think that's kind of the whole point, is that they want to deconsolidate everything. I guess that makes sense, because like anime gets considered a genre, and then you think about it, and it's actually... Like a genre with all the other genres in it too. Like there's drama, comedy. Yeah. There's also, it used to be Funimation, but Funimation merged with Crunchyroll. And then High Dive is kind of, it has that like their hook, I guess, slightly is that they have some of the more adult themed animes, Mm. uh, meaning both like darker themed anime. And then also like they have a whole section. Yeah. They have a whole section that's like watch it after dark or whatever. I'm like, Ooh, Ooh. this seems, uh, this seems like a little, this seems like a, what is the word? What's the R word? Uh, that's not what the risque. That's not yeah, what they meant like at Nick at night. I'll tell you what. I'm expecting a Fresh Prince. Oh my gosh. Why did they make a drama version of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air instead of making an anime version of the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? The clearly superior choice. You, th- you would think that Jaden Smith, if it was in, if the, if Will Smith had died and it was in the will <laughs> that Jaden could do whatever with it, he would definitely make it into an anime. Right? That That's clearly the funnier option of the two again going back to uh battle rapper shout out to easy the black captain who's in the first episode of the uh dramatic uh what is it called bel-air didn't they like shorten the name for the dramatic version oh i, I haven't seen any of it but i think you might be right it might be called bel-air yeah. again going back to battle rap that was another one where i was like looking at my stuff and i was like i cannot justify seven dollars a month for a rap a battle rap app <laughs> that's just too much for a specific league too i was like this that's insanity i can't do that <laughs> Um, any Patreons you unsubscribe from? I unsubscribe from ContraPoints. She doesn't need my money. I was gonna say, Patreon is a crazy one because it's definitely almost always me feeling like, you know what, it's the right thing to do. It's never actually enough content to justify the price. It's always like a feeling of like, you know what, this person's cool, I want them to be able to keep doing it. You know, I also cancelled my Channel 5 subscription, and that is one where I think I thought it was worth it for the money, I just wasn't that interested in the content anymore i was like i'm willing to wait the extra week and not get the extra scenes or whatever uh the only people i kept were super eye patch wolf because he charges a dollar per video which is more than fair uh internet shaquille who has like little live streams and stuff and fun things and i just like him as a personality so and then i also canceled the yum box as i said before which was always a highlight of the month but i just the prices are going up they were repeating countries they did thailand twice without ever doing a single latin american country and then when they did do a latin american country it was all of south america was kind of fucked up. I thought, I don't know, you know, you can do an entire UK box in Thailand twice and another country twice. But then when it comes to Latin America, you're just going to group it all as an entire continent. That's come on. Well, okay. Tell me what the difference is really between Guatemala and Panama. Okay. So the thing is a Guatemalan drives a car like this, (laughs) but a Panamanian drives a car like this. 
<laughs> does, that, does that make sense? That does actually make a lot of sense. I, I think I'm getting an idea. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shout out to, um, there was a, people are kind of like doing their premieres on SNL for the new cast members. And so one of them came on to Weekend Update to basically talk about the difference between like Latino baseball players and white baseball players. And so he's doing that exact bit with that exact cadence. And at one point talking about how the players do interviews and Colin Jost just looks over and he's like, I'm assuming that the Latin ones do it differently. And he's like, Colin, yes, but don't, I don't want you saying that. (laughs) And I thought that part was really funny. (laughs) You know how some people just have an energy that they're going to be canceled, kind of like Philip DeFranco. How's Colin Jost not been canceled? He has that energy. I mean, that's Sarah Sherman's whole thing is that she uh, jokingly cancels him uh, when she does bits on Weekend Update. Do you think Scarlett would leave him after that? Or do you think she's a real ride or die? I think she's a ride or die. Come on, man. If she's willing to go for such a schlubby looking comedian. Yeah. I like that he's like schlubby, but he like does his hair really particular. So it's like, Mm -hmm. but I'm like, I'll put together guys like not your, your. It it is one of those things where like, I see on YouTube, sometimes I'll get recommended like his just for laugh set from like six years ago. And I'm like, I bet there's some messed up stuff in there. (laughs) I bet there's like cancel worthy (laughs) stuff in that set. You're right that he just just gives up. He gives off that vibe. Uh, oh wait, we're, me- we're meandering. So more stuff about subscriptions or, oh, so we were talking about, there's multiple ways to subscribe to things. So you can get like boxes of things sent to your door. Uh, you can get content, you can Which get streaming I've never platforms. Really done. I've never done a box service. I've only done it as a gift for have, other people. You don't, you don't have the whimsy for it. Yeah. Uh, the, the YouTubers I watch always are trying to pitch curiosity box, just like, uh, or kiwi boxes. I think another one, kiwi box. Oh, okay. They're gotcha. both boxes with, like, little science activities for kids to play with. Oh, I've never heard of that. It's always, like, Veritasium, and he's like, it'll teach your kids mm-hmm. how to, you know, do science. They can put together, like, a little experiment. I thought you were going to mention two of streaming services that I will never get for as long as I live that every bread tuber gets sponsored by, Curiosity Stream and Nebula. Not <laughs> Dude, I talked to somebody this week who Not said they had both, and they said Curiosity Stream was... Oh, I forget which one they said was good, but they had both. And I mean, Nebula is just second YouTube. Curiosity streams the one with all the documentaries and stuff. Got you. Yeah. I mean, I'll never get those either. I have no interest. What about like those bespoke boxes? Like the ones where like they send you man stuff for every month. They give you like an, a hatchet and like a compass. <laughs> I do need a lot of... And a small <laughs> b- bottle of whiskey. <laughs> I do need a lot of shitty antique... Uh, trivialities. I remember my friend Justin once telling me that he did Stitch Fix, which is the thing where like they send you clothes every month, you pick what you like and send back what you don't and just pay for what you liked. And I was like, yeah, that seems like the kind of like over luxurious bullshit that you would do. (laughs) It's completely unnecessary. Yeah, that's like an upsetting service. It's like the type of thing that's like only in America, am I right? That like, Mm -hmm. how is this solving any sort of problem? Go to the store and look for clothes you like and put them on your back and fucking buy them. Like, yeah. Also, who needs new clothes monthly? (laughs) And also, why do you want a little task that you have to do? Like a little bit of work to go try on clothes every month? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's pretty fabulous to have like a little monthly fashion show. (laughs) Man, there's actually something very upsetting about that. You're right. I've heard of it too, but I forgot about it. I took a quiz so they know my style. Oh my god, dude, there's fucking, have you heard of Scentbird? What's that bird? It's a subscription for monthly perfume or like colognes and perfumes. <laughs> how much colognes are people using? I also just realized how cool it is that we gendered <laughs> sense. Wait, um, like colognes are for boys and perfumes are for girls. I never really thought about it like that. Yeah, before. because girls smell like flowers and yeah. baths and soaps and 
So what they do is they give Lavender. you small amounts of different luxury brands so you can figure out which ones you like or just keep using all of them or whatever. I don't like it. I think it's dumb. I do like, and this might be a little uh, corny, I do like the idea of those companies where you tell them a bunch of things that you like and they'll craft a specific scent just for you. I think that's kind of cool. I think that's pretty corny. Yeah, well, I wonder why Paul, the old crotchety man, feels that way. That's honestly, like, pretty disgusting that you'd use those words just because I'm a bald man. Yeah, Paul's like, oh, yeah, I just like smelling like cumin all the time. Um, I feel like I interrupted you. There's other upsetting subscription boxes. I, I was telling you on the phone earlier about how there's like a direct to your door subscription for fancy canned tuna. Uh, I don't know. There's It's everything. I've never done any of them. I've never really been. I've never been super tempted either. They all kind of seem like whatever to me. I think the first one I became the first ones I became aware of were YouTubers. I like trying to sell the nerd ones. And I forget mm. the brand names, and it's crazy because it was it was so ubiquitous in like twenty, like from yeah. twenty thirteen to like sixteen. It's like probably one of the biggest advertisers on YouTube. But yeah, the ones where you'd get like a T shirt with like Iron Man on it, and a sticker mm. with Thor, and you know, like a I don't know, an anime notebook, Funko Pop, yeah, and a Funko Pop. I do hate that. Uh, can I ask you a question? Yeah. So one of the ways that we originally imagined this concept was like. The old joke of like it's Netflix for blank, like in the league, they have Thai flicks, which is uh, Taco's idea of like it's Netflix but for ties. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember one of the ones that came out really early was Gamefly. Did you ever use that one? It was the Netflix but for video games. Uh, no, I never used it, mm. but yeah, I'm aware of it. That was kind of like the first attempt to do a Netflix for blank. Mm-hmm. It's like a Netflix but for curated wines monthly. Oh, I have done one of those. I uh. It's one of those things where, like, you can really scam your way into getting the first month for, like, a crazy discounted price. I think I got, like, $200 off of what the value of the box was. And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. For 70 bucks, like, 12 lines, I'll do that. It's like Netflix, but for nudes, we're calling it OnlyFans. Have you seen the OnlyFans commercials where they try and pitch it as, like, a? it's a cooking thing. It's a personal <laughs> makeup thing. Like, it's everything. It's so not why just have the... a locket with a heart in their logo? <laughs> <laughs> it's not just the naughty things, people. You can do anything on there. <laughs> That's funny. Should we be the first people to not do Patreon, but put the premium episodes of this podcast up on OnlyFans? Didn't DJ Khaled already do that? This is a problem with the podcasting game. Every time you have an idea, it turns out DJ Khaled already did it. Yeah. Remember when I was like, we should start every episode by shouting our names? We should. Two of them that get advertised to me a lot. Skillshare, which I know is a you subscribe and you can access whatever class you want. Is that how Masterclass works, or is Masterclass you actually just buy the specific classes you, you want? You subscribe to Masterclass, and you get access to all of them. Got you. I remember it was a really cool day, like a few years ago, where someone illegally uploaded all of Gordon Ramsay's Masterclasses to YouTube, so I just watched them, and like all of the YouTube comments were like, why am I paying for this? It's on YouTube for free. And I was like, it's not staying here forever, but I'm getting it while it's hot. <laughs> Much like this delicious risotto he's making, I'm getting it while mm. it's hot. Mm-hmm. That is a funny thing that they do on a podcast that I like, which we're the only podcast, but um, theoretically, there's this other podcast where they like to do the uh, political ones. So they've gone through like George Bush's masterclass and Hillary Clinton's masterclass. Uh, I think I've I've given you some of the uh, tidbits of it. Like at one point in Hillary Clinton's masterclass, she says that her favorite quote is the Winston Churchill quote, never give up. (laughs) (laughs) That can't be true, right? That's true. That's exactly what you said on the phone, too. Yeah, no, that's 100% true. (laughs) 
is Hillary Clinton a performance artist? Has this been a bit the whole time? Dude, that would be so cool. If I, f- I would have so much respect for her if we found that out. <laughs> Hillary Clinton is Banksy. <laughs> no, Hillary Clinton is a Banksy project. <laughs> She's just an ARG. <laughs> um. All right, before we get called sexist, let's switch to other topics. Uh, anything else you want to say about general things that you can subscribe to? The uh, more that we talk about it, like when you brought up Masterclass and Curiosity Stream and stuff like that, it's like, it's crazy how many of these I'm aware of. Like, they don't all come to mind immediately when I think streaming services that you can cancel or service you can cancel. Mm-hmm. But like, damn, like uh, once you've talked about it for long enough, you're like, there is so many of these that they've pitched to us throughout the years mm-hmm. as like things we could be signed up for and it is insane how few of them you need yeah 100 percent. you know how like back in the 90s there was like the thing of like oh an annoying person will are be you doing like, a bojack horseman right now back in the, 90s. in the 90s no you know in the 90s it was like a joke like annoying people will be like oh i don't own a tv i read or whatever mm-hmm. it's a modern day version of that oh i don't subscribe to any of the uh, subscription services i only use Masterclass. Ooh, i do like that I'm always on my grind set. I'm always on my grind set learning about executive excellence from Hillary Clinton. Mm-hmm. Wait, how did you watch that one? Did hers get uploaded to YouTube too? No, it was uh, people on a podcast uh, oh, gotcha. it and then talked gotcha. about it. Yeah, yeah, you did say that. Maybe you should take the master class on radical listening from Andrew Callahan. <laughs> Wait, really quick. What would be the best master classes for people to... Uh... Ooh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Um, do you think LeBron James could teach me how to dunk? In video format, too. Not even, like, him <laughs> actually, like, exercising you. Him being, yeah. like, it's simple. Watch. You jump. Okay, if you don't know what a jump is, you're going to want to get your knees a little bit low and then push off the floor. <laughs> I like the idea of LeBron James really gets into the everything needs to be an acronym. So what you want to do if you're going to jump <laughs> is you're going to have to leer, okay? L is lean. <laughs> E is extend. <laughs> um, all right, cool. You ready to go into a column? Um, so the column I brought in today, Adrian, is CNET's advice column, Ask Maggie. It's a technology advice column. And this week's question, and by this week, I mean this was posted September 23rd, 2011. Yep. Is Netflix even worth it anymore? Oh, back then it definitely was, right? That's what I would have thought, but let's see what Maggie said in 2011. Marguerite Reardon. Dear Maggie, I recently cut my cable cord to save some money. I use a Roku box for all my TV needs. I subscribe to Netflix primarily for movies and documentaries, and I have a Hulu Plus account so I can watch recent and current TV shows. I read your article from earlier this week that Netflix is going to focus on acquiring more TV content instead of getting more movies. Anyway... Movies are exactly what I want from Netflix. I used to really love Netflix, and now I'm annoyed. They've increased the price of the service, but I'm going to get less of what I want. Also, if Netflix is focusing more on acquiring TV content, won't it pretty much have all the same stuff that Hulu Plus has? I'm already a Hulu Plus subscriber, so why should I pay for both? And what are my alternatives for access to movies as Netflix adds more TV content? Thanks, Angela. Oh, Angela. Oh, Angela. Sweet baby Angela, you're about to reach the golden age of Netflix, girl. Stick to that thing. <laughs> your, yeah. your issue is that it's either on Netflix or Hulu. You have to pay for two things. <laughs> Fuck off, Angela. <laughs> 2011 was such a different time. Holy Jesus. shit. Jesus. 
This is like being a part of like the people who could afford to fly in like the 50s and 60s. And they're like, now they're introducing a cabin for regular folk on the plane. Is it even worth it to fly anymore? (laughs) (laughs) Also, some of those early Netflix shows that people really complimented are actually kind of looked back on as like trash TV now. Like I remember like House of Cards was an early Netflix big get. Like that was a hitter show. Yeah. But I feel like people go back now and they're like, oh, actually kind of not that good a show. Is that like a Kevin Spacey filter or is that like a... Maybe a little bit of both. But I, I went back yeah. and watched it and I was a little bit like, oh, it's it's just like, it's so prestige mm. TV that it's almost a little exhausting. Yeah. Feels so by the books for that sort of thing nowadays. You know what's funny? Thinking about all the like the different things that we have now, I totally forgot to uh, mention... Well, first of all, Paramount Plus, which is one that I've kept that I love that has really good stuff on it. But also like the whole saga that I had over the years of which streaming service is going to have the Italian league this year. So like I had to have ESPN for a while and ESPN plus, and then it switched to being on Paramount plus, which is nice because the champions league is on there too. So that's like 100% worth it to have that. Um, and then Apple TV, which is one of those weird ones where like nothing on Apple TV has ever convinced me to even get like a free trial of Apple TV. But I know that's one that people like, I know Ted Lasso is on there. You know, I can't make it a week without my last. I know my Teddy last. Uh, but in this in this sweet sweet era where it was do i need to have netflix and hulu i mean i think the obvious choice is like you know find a family member who has one and do a little switchy switch or a little like half and half um i don't actually i think you mentioned that i don't use anybody's account besides my own for things like this i think that might have been part of the compounding issue of me having to delete a lot of stuff was like i don't really i don't know if it's like a moral thing or like a weird like shyness thing but i don't really ask people for their accounts for things except for bill yeah you don't text Dorley if she like she seems like she would have Disney Plus. You don't she ever think like Disney I want to watch yeah. The Simpsons. Let me see if I can get her account. No. Well, Dorley, I'm asking for Adrian because he's too embarrassed to ask. I'm too embarrassed, man. Let him make a little account. He'll put a really cute Avi for his account. Yeah, I'd probably just pirate it. Oh, he totally forgot to talk about music subscription too. Spotify. Mm. And all of the times that I make fun of Phil for not having Spotify because his company pay, pays for Apple Music. That's that's really funny. I think it really started to get to him for a while. <laughs> Do you think they're going to get rid of Kanye's music from streaming services? Is that a possibility? It'll be untitled. God, the world of subscriptions. It's like, you never realize that it's basically everything. Even the food that I buy, the gro- groceries. Like, I only really have them for a certain amount of time before they go in my toilet. Shout out to Blue Apron. Use uh, code BigFactSnowCap10 for 10% off. Oh, we didn't even talk about all that bullshit. <laughs> those things are so expensive i know my roommate uses it oh my god i will say he gets a lot more veggies in his diet than i do well good for him i'm glad they sent him a single zucchini wrapped in a plastic bag (laughs) all right so other thoughts on netflix being like i like you know we get the fortune of hindsight here being yeah, it's crazy to think at one point Netflix, it really was for movies because it started as like, you know, you'd get the DVDs in the mail of movies mostly. Like you, could I think get- that's one of those things where we're kind of like right on the cusp of like, we're going to be some of the youngest people who remember getting Netflix DVDs in the mail and sending them back and stuff. Dude, I really like that service. I actually got it a couple of years ago. Yeah, yeah. You talked about it on pod. Uh, yeah, at the beginning of COVID, I actually resubscribed bigger- to that. They have a bigger library, right? They have everything. So it was just they like... Everything? Yeah. But well, everything that's been printed onto a DVD. They have my mixtapes from high school. Anyway, Adrian. Okay. G- g- good job. You got me, man. You found you found out technically I wasn't thinking of every edge case. Mm-hmm. Look at me. Emotional. 
<laughs> you can't use it on yourself. <laughs> well, I am, man. That one is just like, I'll just try to... Also, do you remember, like, the? so I think this is in those early years, right, where, like, Hulu was supposed to be a TV alternative? Like, it was live TV, wasn't it? Or something like that? It wasn't live, but it was, like, it was, like, for the shows. Like, I remember when Hulu came out, it was, like, oh, I can watch, like, the NBC sitcoms as they the day come after out. or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Whereas with Netflix, Netflix was still at that point where basically the only shows they had were shows that had been released on DVD boxes. Like, and right. then they would get the whole season. They weren't yet a tv service because I, like i remember the initial hulu commercials were like alec baldwin talking about how like hulu was like an alien corporation and like it's just like tv but something else like that was their whole angle was like it's tv but different um and now it's just another like streaming platform just like anything else but yeah those early days were wild wild west but yeah netflix you really used to have a concentration on movies and it doesn't anymore nowadays if you want to watch movies i guess your best bet would be like a mixture of movie and everything. The movies are just pretty much like equally parsed out between all the surfaces. Best thing you can do, Pirate Bay, baby. That's true, I guess. Do you use a VPN or just hope that your ISP doesn't get upset at you? I raw dog it. Did you ever get one of those letters in high school? Uh, no. I knew people who did. Um, it never seemed to really matter. Do you no. know anyone who's gotten like charged for piracy? Uh, they stopped charging a long time ago. That was the LimeWire days where they would actually, like, get a lawyer and sue you. They just started having deals with the ISP where if you were literally doing it so much and the letters weren't freaking you out to stop, they would start throttling your internet and or cutting it off eventually after, like, you know, 20 letters telling you angrily to stop. We should use that Weird Al parody song about pirating for the end of this episode. It's really crazy that there was an era, like the LimeWire era, where there was, like, news stories of, like, grandmas going to jail because they're grandson. That's super cool. Okay. Anything else to say about I think she should question? pay for both. It's not going to be, like, another five to six no, years. No, until... no, no. Do, do the, do the, have a friend who has one in one. Okay, yeah. If you can get a family member or friend and split it with them, that's a good middle ground. But if you can't- Unless it's... you have no friends to do this with, in which case, we are so atomized in today's- <laughs> society under capitalism we can't even split our subscriptions i would say pay for both but in about five years it's gonna get really hard because you're gonna have to start actually like deciding which ones are just straight up not worth it and not yeah. getting a login for them you're gonna have to figure out if amc plus is for you or not okay y'all so i read this question on air with adrian but it is definitely not worth hearing the whole thing it is so long and mainly important to people who were questioning whether they wanted Netflix around 2011. I will say the best part of it was the part where Ask Maggie talks about how there's a new exciting service with the partnership between Dish and Blockbuster, which quote-unquote coming soon. I googled it. That service is called Blockbuster On Demand. So I would say Maggie was wrong about that one. That will not be the killer app that will replace all movie streaming. Otherwise, it's kind of just a fun blast from the past. So if you want to read through it, pretty easy to find. Ask Maggie, CNET, is Netflix even worth it anymore? So we're going to skip over me reading this whole answer. I thought the answer for its time and place was perfectly fine. I don't know if you had anything to say about it. I did have one question, though, one last kind of like theme question. Yeah. The phenomenon when Netflix was king of it being the water cooler talk, you know, mm -hmm. like 
whatever new Netflix, when Stranger Things first came out, that was the water cooler talk. Like, were you on board with that at most points or? I watched Stranger Things. I remember even when I first watched it, I was a little bit underwhelmed. Like I enjoyed it, but I was, I I enjoyed being part of the conversation. I feel like I do enjoy the, like everybody's talking about one show and there's like a shared reference. And you get to give your take about it. Yeah. Because I think that was one of my comments about the pandemic was like watching Tiger King at the same time as everybody else, Mm. like taking a break from work because we thought it was going to be like a two week vacation or whatever. First time in so long that I was like in the know on a conversation about whatever the latest Netflix show was. Tiger King, you know how people always like people come at the James Cameron avatar for like, oh, you know, it never it didn't have any effect on society for what a big movie it was. Tiger King, kind of same sort of thing for how big it was. It was fleeting for sure. And nobody's really like it, talking Tiger King. It didn't Are you really, trying to pitch me a new podcast, Talking Tiger King? It didn't have any legs or lasting power. I mean, it did power. lead to a second season and a, sh- a show about Carol Baskin on Apple TV. I don't think people are interested in that, though, really. Not didn't in the watch same either, way yeah. that like, people were interested in the follow-ups to Stranger Things. Sure. All right, cool. Do you want to get into my call? Yeah, let's hear it. All right. I decided to focus on some of the more naughty things you can subscribe to. Sexplain It uh, from Zachary Zane. Uh, I want to subscribe to my Jim Crush's OnlyFans. Problem is, I'm married. Here we go. Little uh, about the author, since we're bringing him in for the first time. I'm Zachary Zane, a sex writer and ethical man whore. A fancy way of saying I sleep with a lot of people and I'm very, very open about it. Over the years, I've had my fair share of sexual experiences, dating and sleeping with hundreds of people of all genders and orientations. In doing so, I've learned a thing or two about navigating issues in the bedroom and a bunch of other places, TBH. I'm here to answer your most pressing sex questions with thorough, actionable advice that isn't just communicate with your partner. Ooh, going for a lot of people there. Uh, because you know that already. Ask me anything, literally anything, and I'll gladly sexplain it. All right. Dear sexplain it, I'm a monogamous, married, bisexual guy. I like watching gay porn and checking out guys as a way to stay in touch with my attractions to men while staying faithful. Recently, a hot gay gym acquaintance, we say hey to each other and follow each other on Instagram, but that's it really, started in OnlyFans. Would it be weird or problematic to subscribe? From Horny But Awkward. Paul? Any advice for this dirty little dog? Um, I guess he probably knows because it's on that guy's Instagram. Like, he probably posted about it publicly. Probably, yeah. Okay, I was gonna say that's It would be weird if he searched OnlyFans for him or whatever. I was going to say, that's like the first hurdle you have to overcome. Is is it wrong to follow this guy's Instagram because you know him in real life and he just wants it to be anonymous? Okay, so this guy, he wants his friends and acquaintances to follow him on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Is it okay to do so with the fact that he's married? Does his wife know he's bi? Did he go over that? I imagine. Um, okay. And- I know he said that, like, the whole point of this advice column is to get more advice than just communicate with your partner, but, like, it's problematic based on how you've defined cheating in your relationship. I would say most people probably haven't gone into the detail of subscribing to a friend's only fan is cheating, but in this case, he's uncomfortable about it, so it is. You know what I mean? Like, mm. there are situations where it wouldn't be cheating because it's just, like, that type of relationship where... I don't know if cheating's the right word, but where it wouldn't be unfaithful because it's a relationship where it's chill. But if you have mm-hmm. to write into an advice column, it means you feel uncomfortable about it, which does make it unfaithful. 
I mean, the one piece of information that we did get, we don't know if it's totally talked out, but he does watch gay porn. So it's not one of those couples where she's like, you're not allowed to watch porn or whatever. I think what makes this different is that, like, if you see him nude, are you going to then hit on him and then try to have sex with him and cheat? Is it, like, is it a slippery slope? Mm. You think he's an uncontrollable animal? Wait, yeah, I guess this is a weird question, because it's like, if he had that porn up publicly for free, he would already be watching it. Probably, yeah, but he's got to pay for it. He's got to pay for it, so now he feels like there's more of a transaction element, and that makes it more Do you think it's to be, like, one of those things where, like, you calculate things in a really abstract way where like someone's like, Oh, you should subscribe to Tinder. Cause you're trying to date. Like it's $5 a month. Just order one beer less. Next time you go to the bar. And it's like, is that really how my finances work? Is like, if I just <laughs> decide that I'm going to want one more beer, but not order it, like that's how that $5 gets compensated for. Like, is that going to be a thing where his wife's going to be like, Oh, so we're uh, not able to both each get our own dessert this time at the restaurant. Is that cause you're on that only fans that cost $7 a month <laughs> for Craig from the gym. Yeah, I keep going back to the fact that he said, like, I'm going to give you better advice than just communicate with your partner. Because it seems like that's obviously what you have to do here. But let's give him better advice than just communicate with his partner. He should. In order to keep it, like, really hidden, you should ask him if you can do, like, a cra- a, a cash-based, mail-based <laughs> OnlyFans subscription to this guy's content. Ah, <laughs> uh, the old OnlyFans, when people used to mail you nudes. Yeah. Can I ask you an interesting question? Did you, uh, do you know anybody with an OnlyFans? I know people who have done online porn. I don't know anybody mm. with an OnlyFans. I know a couple of people. I don't want to out them on, I think it's like an open secret, but like, it's still like kind of a hint. But yeah, I know a few people with. Remove it. Is there anybody I know from stories? If you were in a relationship, would you mm. feel weird subscribed to that? I mean, I would feel weird paying for porn because it's like, who's got that sort of money? Like, that's know, right? that's even bougier than Justin's clothes subscription box. You know what I mean? Is like, having a Pornhub premium account? There's there's so much free porn out there. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not my type, so I wouldn't subscribe uh, to it. I'm I'm finding this one hard to answer. I feel like it to me the answer is obvious. It would be infidelity, but I guess I wouldn't I don't consider think it inf- necessarily infidelity. No, not I think infidelity, that's, but that's like puritanical. Uh, what would you call it? Uh, it would be. Death penalty worthy. It would be death penalty worthy. He should lose his job as the fourth try guy. Um, <laughs> oh, you think this is the one gay try, try guy? <laughs> no, this guy's married to a woman in this call. No, he's bi. Yeah, I forgot about that. There are no bi try guys. I, that you know of. Yeah, I guess they've all maybe they done a roundup of their sexuality. Yeah, they talk about it a lot. Uh, okay. How do you feel about this guy who likes checking out guys as a way to stay in touch with his attraction to men? Like the fact that he's like catcalling guys to be like, I I'm just trying to stay in touch with my my bisexuality, man. You're you're the one being problematic, not liking me catcalling you and squeezing your butt cheeks. I'm into brunettes, but you know, fell in love with my wife, and she's a natural blonde. So mm. stay I in play touch for both with teams. That. Stay in touch with that. I still give a if I see a brunette on the street, I'll give her a little slap on the ass. You know, I got to stay in touch with that part of myself. Are you saying you'd give her a little slappy on the assy? I'd give her a little slappy on that assy. Yeah, stay it in. Keeping it in this time. <laughs> I for the audience, I said that off the cuff one time, slappy on the assy, and Adrian liked it so much. But I think I said it in a kind of sexist situation, so I decided to take it out. I think it was ironic, but yeah, that was um that was one of those things where you were listening back to a half before we published the episode, and you were like, "My one comment is, please take out me saying slappy on the assy." <laughs> You were like playing like a 1950s boss or whatever. Um, anyways, to the to the point of this article, going back to this, um, 
do you think this is one of those switch the gender things? Like if you had a wife, even if you were bisexual and there was like a girl at the gym whose only fans you wanted to uh, follow, it'd be immediately seen as problematic. Well, in that case, wouldn't it be my wife wanted to follow the girl? In which case, I don't think I would care. No, really. no, 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 no. I mean, like, the gender of the person he's interested in is switched. Uh, so even though he's bisexual, the person just happens to be a woman. I don't think so. I think it would be about the same. You don't think that's one where, like, people will immediately see it as, like, oh, well, like, usually with bi things, there's like a, well, if it's a guy, they're so different from me. Like, I can't even it's, I think it's the, the opposite. I think, I think puritanical people think it's worse to step outside your marriage for a man. Mm, I was thinking more of like in terms of the view of the wife who's probably not puritanical because she's married to a bi guy. I can't tell what you're saying and it doesn't really resonate in any immediate way to me. Would this be different if the genders were switched? I think my answer is I don't I don't think so. But clearly you have a different take. No, well, I think I've met enough weird people that are weird about that where like, do you have different rules for who their partner's allowed to cheat on them with if mm-hmm. they're bisexual? Again, going back to that same like simple analogy of like, a lot of straight dudes who have bi girlfriends are like, I'm cool with you, like making out with a girl, but just don't do it with a guy. I don't think I've ever run into that with a girl. I don't think many women are like, you can sleep with men, just don't sleep with any other women. I don't think it's actually uncommon. I think that's a pretty like there, there's definitely a fetishization of that in the uh, female community. You think so? Okay, I haven't run into those people. It's crazy that you said this guy's description of his advice column is that I don't say just to talk to your partner because that seems like it should 100% be the there's, answer. There's a me. reason why that is the answer to most things, yeah. Here's what I'll say. He needs to question why he wants to follow this guy's OnlyFans because if you – there's a, plenty of gay porn on the internet. There's, tenny, there's plenty of OnlyFans of people you don't know. So why do you want to follow the guy you do know? It's because – Is there an added layer to porn where you know the person in it? I'm sure there is, but that's the added layer that makes it feel more dishonest. Or so, where's the line? If it gym guy, so we can we can draw the line, right? There's completely someone who you don't know, and then there's like my sister has an OnlyFans. No, you can't subscribe to that. Obviously, you can't. <laughs> where's where is the line? So the line is still somewhere before. I, I misunderstood what you said at first, and I didn't realize it was the wife had a sister. I saw his own sister. I was like, yeah, he definitely <laughs> like, should that's, not that's subscribe to that OnlyFans. Home Alabama. <laughs> No, no, no. Like, yeah, like, that's, like, that, obviously In that case, good... I would say 100% if he subscribed to that OnlyFans, she should be concerned. That's a good line to draw, right? Like, if I'm you're- supporting if... family! What we're Italian, we family. keeping the money in the family. We're keeping the money in the family. For this particular joke, this is a black couple. We're keeping it in the black community. That's, <laughs> that's what Killer Mike says. We gotta keep the money in our community. Okay, um, okay, so- her sister, the wife's sister, definitely not an all right OnlyFans to subscribe to. A complete okay. stranger, all right. Assuming that you're fine with them watching porn, yeah. Where does it become infidelity? Or not infidelity, but uh, dishonest or uh, a breach of trust. Yeah, I mean, that's inherently for them to decide. I would just say for you, where do you draw the yeah. line? Because that's um, all we can do is say where we would draw the line. You know? You, you you don't you don't know the answer till you look in the horse in the mouth. But I think I really wouldn't care even for people I knew if it wasn't family. I don't mm. think I would care. So if Izzy found out that you Adrian had an OnlyFans, I would not mind if she subscribed to your OnlyFans. That seems more like charity than anything else. Oh, <laughs> buddy, come on! <laughs> if, come if, on. If, <laughs> okay, let's say you guys are in that weird like sitcom thing where like. 
you guys order a pizza every Tuesday night, and because it's the guy who's in the same shift, there's a hot pizza guy who always, like, delivers your pizza, and she finds out that that guy has an OnlyFans, and she subscribes to it. I don't think I care. You don't mind? You're, even if he keeps continuing no. to order the pizza, and then she orders, she starts ordering them as, like, extra sausage, or whatever, no, she's extra She's vegetarian, large. that would never happen. <laughs> extra veggie sausage. <laughs> extra <laughs> large. <laughs> With a hole cut out in the middle, he'd be like, totally fine. Man, Adrian, you paint you paint a picture with words. You really <laughs> create a, a whole story. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm really there. Um, okay, do you want to hear Zach's uh, answer and see what he's got to say about this? Yeah, let's hear him out. All right. Dear Horny But Awkward, Before I answer your question, I first need to ask you a couple of questions. One, does your wife know that you want to subscribe to your gym crush's only fan? Two, if not, why are you hiding this from her? I have a feeling the answers are, your wife does not know, and you're hiding this from her because you think she'd be upset if she knew. So yes, I think it would be weird or problematic if you subscribed. You're keeping oh, secrets- Oh, what I said, uh, be- what I said at first that because he's feeling the need to hide it, that it does mean it would be problematic. Wait, the thing that you said where if you assume everything that you assume is correct about the situation, your take is correct? Just interesting that the professional advice columnist. Yeah, it's just weird that you did that thing that makes an ass out of you to me, but you know. Look at you. Emotional. (laughs) I should have never taught you Loaded Lux's third versus Calico. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So I think it would be weird or problematic if you subscribe. You're keeping secrets from your wife because you don't think she'd approve of what you're doing. This is bad. You're not trying to subscribe to this guy's OnlyFans to help out his career. You're subscribing because you have a big old crush on him. You're flirting a little at the gym, and you want to keep flirting with him at home. This is a slippery slope. Before we get any further, let me make it crystal clear that there's nothing inherently wrong with subscribing to OnlyFans. In fact, I think it's a great way to support sex workers directly. That's why my bisexual ass subscribes to seven different models. Every relationship is unique, and different couples have different rules when it comes to what constitutes cheating. But when you're in a relationship, here's why subscribing to OnlyFans could potentially be problematic. Unlike porn, you get to interact and message the models. That was it. <laughs> but here's why subscribing to OnlyFans could be potential. You did say that with the energy of a list is coming up. Yeah. <laughs> Watch out, y'all. <laughs> here's why subscribing to OnlyFans could potentially be problematic. Unlike porn, you get to interact and message the models. You begin to feel like you know them intimately. That sense of intimacy and feeling like you're in the room with them when they fuck or masturbate is the whole appeal of OnlyFans. Oh, we're getting into parasocial relationship discord again. Discourse. <laughs> Things can only get dicier when you also interact with the person IRL outside of the app. Let's go into why I really don't think you should subscribe to this dude's OnlyFans. I shared your query with Jason Woodrum, ACSW, a licensed therapist at New Method Wellness, TBH, based on the fact that you've already escalated from casual hellos to following each other on Instagram, he's worried you might already be contemplating some kind of infidelity. Is there any underlying desire to gain more recognition from this person? And if so, how does this square with your desire to remain faithful, he asks. I'm going to answer his question for you. Yes, there is clearly an underlying desire to gain more recognition from your gym crush. As for for your desire to remain faithful, you claim you want to now, but buddy boy, you're playing with fire. Nothing good can come from subscribing. Best case scenario, seeing him naked somehow takes away his allure. At which point, why subscribe? More realistically, your crush will intensify and you'll want his perky booty. It will start as flirty messages on on OnlyFans, but then you'll begin making eyes at him in the locker room. He'll linger nude before wrapping the towel around his perfect dick. 
and then he'll head to the sauna. You follow him, and bam, you're cheating. He's not a random dude on OnlyFans. He's a guy you already find hot, have a crush on, whether you admit this or not. He did admit it in the question. And can see naked IRL in one of the most highly sexualized environments for queer men, a locker room. But even if you never end up getting it on in the locker room, secretly subscribing to his account would still be problematic. This could be considered a form of cheating depending on your emotional investment and whether or not your wife would feel betrayed, says sex relationship expert Shamira Howard, LCSW. Micro-cheating is defined as a small... Ooh, I feel like Paul's going to love this. Micro-cheating is defined as a small instance of emotional investment with someone outside of your primary relationship. And it usually happens... I don't get that. I feel like you would really rail against this idea of (laughs) micro-cheating. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought you were saying that I was a big fan of the term micro-cheating. I was like, I don't know. No, no, this seems like exactly like the kind of thing people like. This is... So wait, is everything (laughs) micro-cheating? If I eat a french fry off my girlfriend's plate, am I micro-cheating on my diet? The words, like, I can already get them out of your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> that would not be how it would Here's you reacting to that. Folks, what is folks. micro-cheating? Cheating with my dick? <laughs> folks, what's micro-cheating? Is that, is that like when you, de- is that when you date a little person extramaritally? Come on, folks. There's so many similarities between me and Seinfeld. It's true. (laughs) Micro-cheating. You heard about that? Wait, no, that's Jay Leno. (laughs) Um, Micro-cheating is defined as a small instance of emotional investment with someone outside of your primary relationship. And it usually happens via apps, social media, texting, and other online platforms. Oh, this is also a really long answer. Okay, we got three more paragraphs. We can get through this. With Jim Crush out of the way, how about subscribing to other hot dudes on OnlyFans? I don't know your wife, and I don't know your relationship. Everyone has different definitions of cheating, especially That's with That's what I would advances. recommend. Use some of the other endless amounts of porn on the internet. It doesn't have to be a guy you know from the gym. Especially with recent advances in technology. Does sending nudes count as cheating? What about receiving nudes? What about still having Tinder downloaded even though you're now monogamous? What about replying to a thirst trap story on Instagram with, So sexy. Fuck, your body is so fucking hot. <laughs> Was that Adam Levine? That's cheating. Uh, <laughs> the other ones were like, okay, okay, okay. That one is <laughs> way too much cheating. What if it's on like a family member's post? <laughs> what if it's on your family member's post? What if I said that to Dorley? <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. I'm fine with that. That's not cheating on me. <laughs> it all depends on what you and your wife agree upon. I'd go ahead and have a conversation with her on what counts as cheating in the relationship. There it is. You think you're so different, Zach, but you're just the same as everybody Everybody else. else. In that convo, you can set clear ground rules on what you and she would feel comfortable with when it comes to subscribing to OnlyFans and flirting with folks online. I think it's fair to say, hey, so you know I watch gay porn as a way to stay in touch with my attractions to men. I was wondering if it would be okay if I started subscribing to some guys on OnlyFans, which can be a little bit more intimate because of messaging. You don't have to use the messaging part of it. I don't know why Zach, because he does it, like thinks that that's a, a yeah. What's another compulsory like, thing part that, of it? What's another thing that has a messaging service, but it's not like a part of it you have to use? Like Patreon is exactly yeah, the like same Patreon. Thing. Yeah. Although I do like to, I do like to tell Steve I'm great job after every video. So. Oh, nice. I don't. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say it's not a hard job. You gotta do that like what once a year now. <laughs> You can also ask about messaging hunks on Instagram in case that tickles your fancy. While having this conversation, I would make it clear you still love her and want to be with her monogamously. You're just craving a little more male attention. 
If she gives you the go-ahead, subscribe to literally any other guy on OnlyFans besides your gym buddy. Best part is, after that convo, you'll be able to look at all the abs and dicks you want, guilt-free. Good advice. I really liked the parts of it that mirrored what I said. I think when he said, like, so, they're not gym buddies. They both go to the gym and they say hi to each other. And maybe yeah. they'll start having small talk. I think a really good They've way to make sure They've talked enough you... that he has his Instagram handle, which does imply conversation. What? It means small talk. And I think yeah. one of the ways that you can avoid awkward moments in small talk is knowing their last OnlyFans post and being like, dude, you were fucking the shit out of that guy last night, man. Good job. And they just dap him up and like any awkward pause in the conversation is just like, bro, you were sucking the hell out of that dick last night, bro. Why did we not land on that before? That is the best advice. <laughs> exactly, shit. right? It's practical and you get something out of it. It's a mutual thing. <laughs> he gets money, you get satisfaction. And then if there's any a blank spot in your conversation at the gym. A hello to you and a hello to that python I know you got under that towel. <laughs> Am I right, folks? <laughs> folks. <laughs> yeah, maybe one day you'll let him out so I can say hi. You know what I'm hey. oh, wait, not cheating. <laughs> You've crossed over to cheating again. Um, all right. Third seggy? Third seggy. On the reggy. All right, Adrian. We're just gonna we're just gonna look through some of the craziest subscription services and uh, discuss them. Okay, Adrian. I have PC Magazine's the eighteen most bizarre subscription boxes you can get. All right. Describe the service, and then I'll guess the name, and then we can talk about it. Okay. This is a box. We probably won't be able to rely on the post office or similar service to get needed goods. Also, really quick, why are all these subscription boxes? Can't we put stuff in tubes nowadays? <laughs> to get needed goods when the world collapses. Before we truly descend into chaos, the $50 per month blank supplies you with all the doomsday prep gear you need. From specific survival tools, hygiene kits, edible bugs, to just a straight up knife. Survivor box. Apaka box. Apocalypse, that's pretty good. $50 a month up until the apocalypse. What a good way to, like, make money off of idiots. And the price has gone up to $60.95 a box. Oh, thanks, Biden. This picture used to advertise it has a piece of twine in it. Could you imagine paying $60 (laughs) if they send you a wrapped up piece of twine? (laughs) Yo, that's so cool. (laughs) A pocket field guide for creeks and bugs you can catch. They send you the uh, seven highly effective habits of <laughs> effective <laughs> teens or whatever. They send you that book. God, that's so stupid. Yeah, th- this is really a good way to take losers money. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm not mad at this one. Like, this is a grift, but like the audience for that grift are people who I'm fine with losing their money, their disposable income. Have you ever watched that show where they follow? There's a bunch of these that we should get Doomsday Preppers. Quick, but yeah, and like yeah. how much they're ruining all their families' lives by spending incredible sums of money. <laughs> That's sad. I mean, I think the ones that make the most sense are the ones that are, like, really uh, cottagecore about it, you know? Basically, like, the whole premise is that when the apocalypse comes, I need to have chickens that can lay eggs, and I need to have, like, goats that I can get milk from or whatever. Yeah, obviously the sensible way to do it is, like, you want to start a small community. Also, one family is not going to survive. You want to be a part of a small off-the-grid community Mm -hmm. in, like, rural Oregon. If you've ever been to a convention, you've seen fans line up to purchase celebrity autographs, actors who become just famous enough, particularly in a niche nerdy movie or TV show, can start a nice side hustle with just a pen and some pictures of their face. Wait, this is a subscription box? With autographs of the 
Oh, I, I just said the name, so you're not going to get to guess the name. With Autograph of the Month Club, you can now skip the crowd and get a box with a celebrity autograph mailed to you for $20 per box. Famous faces include Nathan Fillion, Billy Piper, and RoboCop himself, Peter Weller. I don't know any of those people. <laughs> kind of like that. Uh, Billy Piper is like the British blonde uh, actress. And uh, Nathan Fillion was, like, the guy from Firefly. I think this inherently doesn't make sense. Because the reason... I mean, I know that, like, that's one of the things that they sell on Pawn Stars is that, like, signatures are super overrated in terms of how much people think it adds value to things. Um, But also, if you're specifically getting it in a box with a bunch of other people who are also getting a picture with a signature in a box... There's just there's no actual value to it. Well, I think signature collectors like having a set of signatures. So it's like if I haven't gotten some of these people, but I've gotten all the other people in Firefly, then it like fills out your collection. It's but so yes, stochastic. You're right. Though. Signature like, yeah. hunting is very stupid to me. So I also concur. <laughs> it seems to me like um, I would just open that box every month and be really disappointed. <laughs> be like, I don't know who Nathan Fillion is. <laughs> Uh, the next one I'm not even going to go over because I don't even think it's that bizarre. Can a box. Uh, you get uh, cannabis products in a box. Mm. This one, the name isn't clever, so don't think too hard about it. Just go with what's that on your gut. We all know Bigfoot is real. We just can't prove it yet. As I like wait- how that's the start of this one. I'm really on board with this one. <laughs> As we wait until he's finally ready to make his presence known. Let's geek out all... Let's geek out over all sorts of mythical monsters and cryptozoological conspiracies for $40 per month. Cover your research layer with posters and art, or get books and movies that reveal the truth. Monster books? Cryptid Crate. I should have told Uh, you there was a alliteration or consternation. Uh, It's it's alliteration. Okay. Um, That's a cool idea, I guess, if you're really into that stuff. I guess. I just don't know how like sustainable that is. Like, how are they sourcing products for a thousand boxes of unique stuff every month? I guess that's why it's a full time job. But like, I-, I don't know. Yeah, I also agree. I feel like if you really like cryptids, you probably know what you like about cryptids and could pick out your own stuff. That seems like a w- way to get really weird, vague stuff that you don't want. <laughs> yeah, I think sometimes uh, random boxes like that are just. Uh, I don't. I don't. I don't understand the appeal to it. Yeah, if you really like cryptids, I really just imagine you know what you like about them and you can pick it out yourself. This has to be something that somebody else gets you, like a grandma who knows you like cryptids. And then you're like, oh, it's kind of sweet. I could use one or two things from it per month and Mm -hmm. call my grandma about it. Um, There's nothing weird on its own about buying accessories for your car. It's pretty much a necessity. But it takes a real gearhead to sign up for a service like Blank, a 32 to a $32 per month subscription box dedicated to all things automobile. <laughs> Get all your car's cleaning supplies you need and enjoy discounts with Blank's partner vendors. And here's a picture of all the stuff that you can get. Uh, I'm going to try to cover with my thumb the name of the product. So it's like three bottles of cleaning stuff and like a sponge and <laughs> some other stuff. And a duster. Uh, So it's for car cleaning... The wash box? I have no idea. It's kind of clever. Think of a pun with cars and box. Oh. Not pun exactly, but a related term. Auto box. It's a glove box. Oh, that's pretty good. 
Do you think the people who were selling like artisan leather leather gloves from Italy were so pissed they didn't get that name first? Probably, yeah. <laughs> the monthly so, glove subscription service. What was it? Thirty dollars per month to get monthly cleaning supplies for your car. Yeah, that's so stupid. I've spent maybe ten dollars on things to clean. My and then car. also, like, it's like these big bottles of these products where it's like, how is all of that not just going to end up in the back of your pantry only ever like? used for yeah. like one or two squirts of that product it's also one of those things where like you know the whole point of like subscription models is that you don't notice the compounding effect of having five or six things that each cost anywhere from like seven to twenty dollars some of these are what like 60 bucks 30 bucks like who 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 is this for <laughs> i guess only the biggest gearheads <laughs> Blank works a little differently than other boxes on this list. For a flat $155 fee, you'll receive monthly boxes for a year full of clues that help you unravel a larger, sinister mystery. Wait, that's just, that's still just a monthly subscription if you break it down. Like, <laughs> it just, it's just not giving you the option to pay monthly. Which I guess makes sense, because if you could cancel halfway through the mystery, you would never know how it ended. The mystery takes an entire year? Yeah. Holy shit. It's a bit like an escape room. The most gruesome gimmick is that these clues are meant to be letters written by dead people from the late 1920s New Orleans transcribed from the late 1920s New Orleans transcribed by psychics. That's very specific. So that's not to hunt a killer, right? No. Catch a killer box. No, letters from dead people. That's what it's called? Yeah, very bad name. I don't like that. Yeah, they really need to workshop that a little bit more. Considering it's all about their creativity, they really did not show off their creativity in the name of yeah. the product. Have you ever had a situation where someone told, like, kind of like has like a blue sky thinking, we should do this thing, and they say they've done it before, but you know them as a person, you're like, there's no way that's getting done. And this is a very vague prompt, but I'll, I'll explain what I mean. I had a roommate once where she talked about how she wanted to throw a murder mystery party and how she had done so in the past. And I was like, I know you as a person. There's no way you have the organizational skills to plan a picnic, let alone like a murder mystery party. Like, I'm on board. This ain't happening. I 100% and it did not. Damn. So did she admit to lying or did she stick with her story that she'd thrown a murder oh, mystery I mean, party? Maybe she had. Who knows? But yeah, I was like, I, I know out the gate this ain't happening in the future. <laughs> hey, Adrian, maybe you wouldn't be maybe you wouldn't be so sour on your roommate if you had something to look forward to, like new pickles mm. in the mail every month for twenty five dollars. Kosher Wait, pickles, is that real? garlic pickles, small batch premium pickles. That's it. That's the blank. This is the joke that I said earlier. <laughs> so wait, hold on. It's a it's a it's a pickle it's a pickle box. Yeah, it's twenty five dollars a month. Twenty five dollars a month, really? Yeah, that's ridiculous. Um, <laughs> well, Adrian, you haven't seen my pickle budget. It's ruining me. <laughs> I would be saving money. Um. Izzy's constantly like, Paul, why won't you take me out anymore? I'm like, I don't have the money. I'm spending Get it on all pickles. These pickles. Would you like a pickle? I have plenty of pickles I can give you. The f fermented box? I don't know. Pickle of the month club. Pickle of the month club. Oh my god. The next one I'm going to go ahead and tell you, you aren't getting. But if you're someone who spends all day typing on a computer, Blank provides a novel, tangible way to reconnect with writing's roots. For $25 per month, you'll receive all sorts of nifty office supplies, such as vintage pens, 
stylish notebooks, and intricate desk organizers. Can I just reiterate that I hate all of these? (laughs) These are all, like, so incredibly unnecessary. Um... Wait, okay, beyond the beyond the like quick game of like guessing the name, do you have thoughts on this too? Do you also hate this? Oh, this is horrible. It's called the Rad and Hungry Box. I don't really get what that connection is. And yeah, what type of Rad asshole needs like vintage pencils monthly? <laughs> Could you imagine if you saw somebody, like if you were at somebody's house and you went to the mailbox with them and picked up the mail as they were walking back, they were like, oh my god, my Rad and Monthly Vintage Mail, my Vintage Monthly Pencil Box just came in. And they were excited to go in and open it. You would, yeah, that no, person would, would be a psychopath. You would never I, go back. I would definitely bully them for sure. <laughs> Blank offers a host of bone related products and services. <laughs> what? Blank offers a host of bone related products and services. From selling real and replica animal and human bones to accepting and cleaning bones. <laughs> So many bones lying around. With so many bones lying around, no wonder the company offered the $25 per month bo- <laughs> blank, a subscription box full of its products. Put some skeletons in your closet. <laughs> Skull and bones box? You got it, King. Skull's Unlimited Bone Box. Oh, hey, okay, not bad, not bad. $25 a month, how much was this one? Yeah. Honestly, seems like it's worth the price of admission at least, <laughs> unlike the other ones. Like, it's a weird one, but like, I don't know, like, I, I could see if that's what you're into. Is that sustainable? Is, is there like enough of an audience for that? <laughs> oh my god. I really I have nothing else to say that the bone box for all your bone needs it, it seems like uh whoever thought you know what yeah it seems cool I'm into it give me that for my birthday <laughs> I don't know if you deserve the bone box Adrian is it so wait it said real and replica yeah do they tell you which ones are which and human bones <laughs> that shouldn't be allowed from selling real and replica animal and human bones to accepting and cleaning bones from customers. <laughs> it is a two-step process. You gotta accept it, then you gotta clean it. <laughs> I give that five out of five bones. Dude, that is like one sentence away from pitching itself as no questions asked. Will <laughs> no accept- questions asked. Send in bones with any amount of flesh around them, and we will clean it. <laughs> we'll accept any bones. No bones go uncleaned. <laughs> no bones about it. <laughs> no bones will go unaccepted. We make a bones guarantee to our customer. <laughs> we are here at the bone company, and we will fight for you. We will clean your bones. <laughs> Other bones companies, they don't have. They don't have the dedication and love of cleaning bones that we do. Are you tired of getting the runaround from all these bone cleaning companies? <laughs> you want somebody who will fight for you? <laughs> oh my god. I hope that's a psyop run by the FBI and everybody subscribed to the bone box. It's going to be arrested so. soon.
For $25 per month, Blank gives you great food and great music. Sample new singles from fresh artists on boutique vinyl records, along with digital mixtapes. Although you won't receive a full-on meal kit, you'll get inventive recipes paired with one to two premium ingredients. Don't settle for a subscription that only satisfies one of your senses. I like the hook, but there are better ways to do that. That is a stupid idea. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like also couldn't like, I feel like your business model could be ended so quickly by them just like including a playlist with every HelloFresh. Yeah, 100%. Also, I think the better idea would have been we give you an album every uh, month as well as like a scented candle that matches the vibe of the album. Mm. That way it's like a full experience. The f- Tying it to food is like a weird... You're right. The scented candle might be better. Like you yeah. get a, a vinyl and a candle. They send you one of the premium ingredients or they, d- they just give you a recipe? They give you a recipe and one to two premium ingredients as well as the vinyl. That's so much work. It's <laughs> such a stupid idea. All right, we gave you the mushrooms and we gave you the pastry dough so you can handle the rest of the beef wellington. <laughs> Just follow the instructions along. In six hours, you're going to be listening to this new Limp Biscuit record <laughs> and having a grand old time. Any any guess on the name? Oh, uh, Food Tunes? I don't know. Turntable Kitchen. Turntable Kitchen. That sounds like a bad new like restaurant in town. Oh, you're right. They definitely have a brioche burger. Yeah, and like the DJ plays two big pizzas on his DJ stand. <laughs> He's just like, wicked, 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 wicked. That, that has become a thing in Charlotte. Have you noticed that out in Davis? What? Is Can that a thing? Yes. Every, so many restaurants now have uh, have record tables. Oh, really? No, I haven't seen that. Right I was here. like, why do I need a live DJ who knows how to spin records at this Peruvian Japanese spot? Oh, Viva Chicken. Okay. Yeah, they would do that. Not Viva Chicken. Uh but the owners. Yeah, the owners. All right. Wrap this up. Let's wrap it up. Any recommendations for subscription boxes from this article or from anything else? I think you hit it on the head. The ones that send you like the candy from around the world, you can't easily access that. The research they're doing adds value about like mm-hmm. what candies are popular in that country. Um they send you the whole little pamphlet with all the like fun facts about what. Yeah, what's... there's a quiz and there's like a word search and a recipe and all these things. Yeah, and so there's a lot of value add. And plus, like, I don't consider international candy a hobby of mine, so I don't mind letting somebody else take the reins on that and just tell me yep. what I should or shouldn't Although, be experiencing. Specifically, it wasn't an international candy box; it was a yum box. So there are always a few savory options. Usually, not the majority of it but it was kind of international snack snack might be a better word than candy when when we would do our rankings which is another part of it that they would facilitate uh tin's meme was basically like oh this is the savory item adrian's gonna put that as number one and honestly that was usually true i'm a savory boy so big fact if you gotta cancel your subscriptions just pirate pirate whatever you want i mean it's not completely moral because it is a type of theft but it's a type of immoral thing that I and everybody else will forgive you for. Hey, that's between you and Allah. Allah. Um, my no cap is. I like that you pronounce the H so hard. That really does seem like a well-intentioned American. Allah. Yeah. Allah. Allah. I like to add some reverb at the end. Allah. You know, I like to make it sound like I'm cheering for him after I say his name. Allah. Adrian, can I ask you? Can I request a no cap? About mm-hmm. bone cleaning services? W- would you get a bone cleaning? <laughs> I mean... Would you get the Bones Unlimited box? No question asked. 
If you are a dirty dog, sometimes you gotta wash up and even the bones that you're chewing on, you know? So, that's my no cap. Yeah, you should be washing them bones. God, that was awful. Bye, buddy. How you gonna cancel me? 20 awards on a mantelpiece. Pyramid stage at Glastonbury. Girls in the crowd got their hands on me. About you wanna cancel who? Fuck with the cult, now the gang's on you. I'm a vampire, got the fangs on you. Now you're dripping blood. How you gonna cancel me? 20 awards on a mantelpiece. Pyramid stage at Glastonbury. Girls in the crowd got their hands on me. About you wanna cancel who? Fuck with the cult, now the gang's on you. I'm a vampire, got the fangs on you. Now you're dripping blood.